0: All right, we're live. Welcome back to the Buzz Pod. This is episode five. Um, I'm your host Nico Blatchman with Chase Harwell back on, at guys? it again.
1: How's it going?
0: Um. So we're doing this interview a bit ahead. So um, yeah, we can't really talk about our previous interviews because we haven't had them yet. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, introduce our guest for today. Our guest for this episode is our first ever WHL player on the BuzzPod, pod, a 2014 third round 57th overall pick by the Victoria Royals in the WHL, a current fourth year grizzled vet in the WHL for the Spokane Chiefs, standing at six foot five. 255 pounds on Elite Prospects, Bubba Thompson.
1: uh, Thanks for having me on the show, (laughs) Yeah, Hey, we're happy to have you, man. We appreciate you coming on. uh, You're our first dub, guys, so we're pretty excited to hear uh, some insight on that. We don't know, uh, well, I don't know too many guys that um, went out there, so I'm actually pretty excited. I got some good questions for you, so.
0: Yeah, um, same, same. I don't yeah. know anybody that I actually don't know any guys really that go to the that went to yeah, the Yeah, actually the
1: only guys that I know are the boys playing for Concordia now. Yeah. Shout out Jeff DeWitt, Ryan Vandy, all those good boys so
0: Yeah, so yeah. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good pod for sure. I'm excited to get it going. I'm gonna start it off by saying that um me and Bubba or actually, his full name is Baron Thompson. Just gonna say that out, out loud so everybody knows. But we he goes by Bubba. So me and Bubba played together. Um, my U sixteen year in Omaha um, had a good time. And um, Bubba, I wanted to ask you because like you kind of are are one of the few guys that kind of had a similar career to me. I obviously bounced around a bit more than you did. Um, but like we kind of had similar careers in the sense that you were a division 1 commit and then um you decided to go to the WHL and you kind of play that that role that like you're a fucking hard to play against guy um kind of fourth fourth third line guy gritty kind of game so um tell us about your game and um kind of, yeah, tell us about your game, tell us about you, um, where you're from real quick so that everybody knows, and, um, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I
2: grew up in Apple Valley, Minnesota, uh, and then I moved to Lakeville when I was about 14. Uh, I have asked uh, Elite Prospects, and I've asked uh, DB to change my weight. I haven't been 250 pounds for a long time, but, you know, it kind of looks good on paper. <laughs> yeah, I was going
1: ask you about that, man. That's, that's a big body, man. Holy fuck. So how much are you Do weighing you in now?
2: Thank you. Uh, I got to camp here. uh in Spokane now, and I got here at like 243, hmm. and the assistant coach said that's way too much. So
1: now, uh, now, I'm down to just just north of 225. Oh, wow. wow! Dropped a couple.
0: You're telling wait 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 you're telling me you're telling me your coach at Spokane told you at 243. Like what was that? Three weeks ago or four weeks ago? Yeah, dude, four man, weeks ago and you dropped much. you dropped like 20 pounds. Yeah, I
2: just just been eating healthy and you know, having only two
0: meals a day and working out every day and skating every day and just trying to, you know, just trying to be slim thick. Slim Slim thick with your cute ass. Yo, that's actually, wow, man. What a, what a good start to our pod. Showing the viewers not only the dedication of Bubba Thompson, but what it takes to play in the WHL. Like, coach tells you to lose weight like you're down 20 pounds three weeks later like fucking, Fuck rights, he's man. He's fucking rights man Thanks. fucking rights man fucking rights appreciate it so listen bubba um you played uh U 16 with me in omaha and um you committed to the university of maine not a big deal uh at like 15 years old you were 15 right because you were playing with me as a night you're 99 you're one year younger than me Indeed, yeah, I was 15. Uh, I went out there, and uh,
2: it was only only school at the time that offered me, and uh, and I went out there. And I liked the coach, and I, I saw a black bear, and that was kind of it for me. It was, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was really cool. And I you know I thought you know might as well, um, you know, try my stint. And uh, at the time, I was like, you know what, like that sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah, I signed, I didn't find anything, but I gave a verbal commitment to the University
1: of Maine. And how how uh, old were yeah. you there, Bubba? When you when you made your verbal? I was fifteen. It was like when I was. It was like December
0: of twenty fifteen. Nix. does that make that make sense or no? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm terrible yeah. at math and time, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah.
1: Sweet man, fifteen years old. You know, making a commitment. I also committed. I was about fifteen. Um, to Quinnipiac University, and um, I remember back then, like, man, it's it's a it's a huge thing, right? Everyone's all excited, and it's a huge decision on your part. Um, yeah.
0: Get to put out a sick tweet that gets like a fucking oh, yeah. shit ton of retweets. Actually,
1: while we're on that, man, oh, yeah. yeah, that tweet. Everyone looks forward to that tweet. You know, like, like to keep it a hundred percent real. If you're a younger guy listening in right now, don't. Be eager to commit to a school to make that tweet and tell everybody that you committed to a D one school, man. You know what I mean? Like, we got you address that to younger kids right now. Address that you got that opportunity, which is awesome, but don't just jump into it for the clout, bro. Seriously, you know what I mean? But but um, hey, that that's a hell of a uh,
0: accomplishment. So man. so you committed to Maine, and then you were playing you were playing for Omaha AAA when you committed to Maine. Um, with me and, um, so what was your mindset then when you committed to Maine? Because I know that you were kind of always, always kind of a dub guy just because when I played with you, you were already drafted to Victoria cause the, 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 the dub is a Bantam draft. So they get drafted at like 14. Yeah. So you were already drafted to Victoria. So like you were kind of like. I feel like leaning towards the dub just because you were already drafted there in the beginning of the season and you haven't had any offers. But then when you got offers and stuff and you, and you finally committed to Maine, um, wh- wh- what was your mindset like then? Um, well, and correct well, me if I'm wrong about that your mindset before was the dub. Well, you know, I
2: just wanted to keep my options open. Um, I knew that, you know, the USHL draft was coming up. And I knew that I was starting to drive to the Victoria. And so I kind of had all three of my options open to go USHL and then college or go, go major junior. So I kind of kept all my options open. And my age at the time liked what I was doing. And, uh, you know, Coach Wilkes in, in Omaha liked what I was doing. And then uh, finished, out, finished out my career in Omaha. And one of the games in my second year, um, I think, actually, I think it was unique that went outside. And I was just getting out of the shower, and you're like, hey, Bob's uh, a USHL or a Dubuque scout's outside waiting for you. And I was like, <laughs> like, you're funny or whatever. And you was like, no, like, seriously, get dressed like he's outside, wants to talk to you.
0: Damn. And then, yeah, I'll take credit for that. I don't remember, <laughs> but hell yeah. Then, that's me. Yeah,
2: Nick gets the apple for that for sure. And, Fuck yeah. uh, and, and then so I finished out my stint in Omaha and then I uh, talked to Dubuque and I, I, uh, I tendered there. Um, and then uh, about two weeks before the season started, uh, the assistant coach went to, uh, the fighting where they were at the time. And then no, no, no assistant coach went to, uh, ASU. And then the head coach went to, uh, the fighting Sioux. So going into Dubuque, it was two weeks before the season started. And it was like, I don't know these coaches. And I was talking to Victoria at the time. They wanted me to go to their camp, but I didn't want to step on Maine's toes and whatever. So I was like, I'm going to play it safe and, you know, keep my, you know, my further distance options open. And I, I chose, I chose Dubuque, and went to camp there and uh, I, 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 loved it there for a bit. And then, um, and then, you know, some, some happened and didn't play as many games as I wanted to, but the boys were great and locker was awesome and school was pretty easy. So I stuck it out there. We ended up uh, losing to uh Another another Omaha kid, uh Wade Allison lost to him in the in the Clark Cup finals. That's right, you guys made it all the way to the finals
1: that year, right?
2: Yeah, we made it all the way to the finals and then uh and then yeah, and so my my eggs interview and and then I kinda knew at that point that I uh, I, I was kinda leaning towards major junior. So my eggs interview with the coach at the time, uh, uh Jason Lammers kinda told me that he's like, Are you interested in a trade at all? And I said, I think I'm gonna go try you know, my, my, uh, my career in major junior leagues. And then uh, that brought me to Victorious Camp with my older brother who had played for the Royals the year before. And so it was like, okay, this is going to be sweet. Me and my brother are going to be playing in Victoria together. And then uh, the day of the inner squad game uh, for Victorious Game, I, the, the owner, of the, head, the GM at the time, Cam Hope, Brought me into his office, had a paper in front of me, and I had my mom with me at the time. And I'm like, "Hey, like, here we go. I'm gonna sign my contract with Victoria. Everything's gonna be sweet." And uh, kind of threw a monkey wrench at me, and he was like, "Hey, uh, Bob, you and your brother are two similar players. We both have, have both of you guys here. So either you go, he stays, he stays, you go, or you guys both go." Wow. And me and him both. And me and him both chose. We both go. And me and him got traded from the furthest west team to the furthest east team in Brandon, Manitoba, which I didn't even know where that was. I had to pull out a, pull out a map and figure out where that was. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was closer to home. I'd be in the <coughs> time zone as my family. And so it was, it was a good, good deal there. And, uh, so that's how I ended up in, in Brandon. I was there for three years. And then by the end of my third year there, um, uh, they uh, went into the coach's office again and told me that you know I, I probably wasn't going to stick around for my my final season as a junior. They're looking for a trade for me, and then the whole uh, whole summer went by pretty much. There was about a month left. It was sometime in July. I got a call from uh, Matt Odette. Uh, he's the head coach in Seattle, and he offered uh, you know he offered me a tryout in Seattle. So I was I was pretty fired up. Oh yeah. Uh, but during the off-season, during the summer, I, I signed uh, a contract with uh, the Dolphin Kings and the MJHL as a uh, as kind of a safety net. Um, and then I went to uh, went to Seattle's camp, and I was there for about a week week and a day, and uh, got the got the snips from uh, Seattle, and then I uh, drove my car. I had my car I had my car up in Seattle, and I left uh, left Seattle at noon time Seattle, and I got to Brandon, Manitoba at noon time Brandon the next day.
0: No so, way! Uh, you drove. See. Wait, did, was, did you stop that to, that to sleep?
2: To no, I I, uh, I stopped at a gas station to get gas, and I thought I was tired, and I ran inside and got four Red Bulls and two large coffees, and I just kept trekking.
0: Yo, so man, you drove so right so here, one man. second one second because wait so you drove 24 hours straight
2: 24 hours straight that's, that's bubba the wow.
0: bro bubba i've drove let me tell you something i've drove from um from my, not from my house from melbourne florida to new york in one day i think it was 17 and a half hours And dude, it was a trek. I cannot even imagine twenty four hours, dude.
1: Yeah, man, that's Uh, the first.
2: The first, the first twenty hours weren't bad, and then I ended up in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and for whatever reason, those four hours from Moose Jaw to Brandon were the longest four hours of my life Jesus man what, what, what are you what are you doing yeah. in
1: the car there you just listening to tones or what well, you... I got I, I buzzed uh spit and chicklets podcast a bit I buzzed
2: uh some uh from Spotify
0: yeah well you would have buzzed a buzz pod if you were out <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah I would have buzzed the buzz pod if it was if it was a thing for sure I've been I've been keeping up I was I listened to Franker's uh uh pod the other day and it was really nice and uh but yeah so that's how i ended up in i was
0: in doffin um i don't know if you have my stats for doffin but i was doing pretty well in oh yeah i think it was let let me let, let me just take a guess because i was looking i think it was something like it was something like 16 games 28 points
2: Not game. something like that yeah right yeah, was, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, it
0: was something ridiculous, ridiculous like sixteen games, twenty eight points.
2: Yeah, it was. It was a good time. A lot of good boys in Dolphin. Uh, my girlfriend's from Brandon, so you know it was kind of nice that she could take the, the two hour drive straight north to Dolphin, come see me every once in a while. My my parents made out of the Dolphin, and my grandpa made out of the Dolphin, so it was nice. And then uh, I was getting a lot of spam calls. From everywhere, and for whatever reason, I answered one that was like from Spokane, Washington. I said, "Okay, I don't know anyone there, but you know what? Who you know? Let's see what this guy
0: wants to sell me." And,
2: uh, <laughs> it, was the, uh, it was the GM of Spokane.
0: Imagine you would have answered. Imagine you would have answered. Like, what the fuck do you want?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you, i am telling you guys me. stop calling my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I decided to answer the phone and.
2: I thought it was a prank call at first that they, they, uh, they wanted to be caught here, but, but no, I, I contacted my agent now, Darrell Wolski. And I said, Hey, like, like Spokane just called me and they want to, they want to fly me out there and give me a PTO. And, uh, and, you know, two days later I ended up in, I flew from my travel. There was Brutes cause they wanted, they wanted me to stay in a hotel in Winnipeg cause my flight was at like six o'clock the next morning, but I didn't have the, uh, didn't have the money.
0: <laughs> didn't, didn't have, have the known, funds.
2: So I, uh, yeah, I didn't have the funds, so I uh, I drove from dothan to Brandon, and then I went and hung out and had a nice dinner with my, my girlfriend's family, and then I left Brandon at probably one thirty a.m. and then drove to drove to Winnipeg. Got to Winnipeg at probably three thirty, and then got to my got to the airport, got all my bags checked. Got to my gate because I had to be there two hours early because it's international, so I had to be there at four. And then I just kind of sat in the airport and I tried to get a nap in before my flight. That couldn't happen. And I was too excited to fly. You know, I was flying to Winnipeg, Minneapolis, and I was pretty fired up. And that's only like an hour and 10 minute flight. And so I, you know, I'm trying to get a nap in on the plane, it didn't work out so well. And I had a little bit of layover in Minneapolis, and uh, we're the you only know, kind of from there. And uh, so then I had a just under a four-hour flight from minneapolis to spokane i'm like all right here i'm gonna get a nap in me and you can't make this stuff up man i had a four-year-old kid just absolutely beating the wheels off the back of my seat from uh, no. from, from minneapolis to spokane and yeah i didn't get a wink of sleep in. and then i uh, got to spokane and then i met my met my billet met the camp with eric atchison another kid from vegas and, and now i've been here for uh like 17, 18 days, and I'm still kicking, so things are going pretty well here in Spokane. Great
0: group of guys, great great team, and I'm, I'm loving it so far. Awesome. Fucking rights, man. So, Fucking so. rights. I wanted to ask you what that's like, because you mentioned the excitement, like you couldn't get your nap in, and man, like, you... It, it's so crazy man like first of all you're just a road warrior but second of all like <laughs> it's so crazy man how you remind me of like me like when you when you go down to junior a from major junior and i did this like i i, I went major junior junior a major junior junior a and now and, and then never back to major junior but anyway so when i went down to junior a it was like it was like you, you always say to yourself, like, man, if I get a chance to get back up there, like, I am never, ever coming back to Junior A. Yeah, man, you know what, it, <laughs> and you go back up, dude, and it's the most – when you get to go back up, it's just the most exciting, relieving, accomplishing feeling in the world. So, like, it doesn't surprise me one bit that you couldn't sleep on the plane or anything.
1: Man, when oh, yeah. you – when kind of going off that, when you were playing – um, with off and like dude you you went off obviously you went off it 28 points I think it was 15 games right um yeah what does it say like there? when you when you were yeah. there like were you thinking man I I want to get back up to major junior or are you just like fuck it I'm I'm going to have fun with the boys right now and you know see where see where it goes from there or or, or did you have the mindset of like man like, I want to I want to go for for another year if I can or what was your mindset kind of playing playing there, because, I mean, stats-wise, I mean, I, I understand the type of player you are, and, yo, for the guys that are listening, if you ever want to see somebody get their fucking face pumped, just type in Barron's name on YouTube, um, bro, he, he, he throws some fucking bombs, but, um, but yeah, man, just kind of just explain a little bit what your mindset was playing there, and um, why do you think that, like, things started to click, I understand the leagues are different, and and all that, but um you think it was just kind of you, you sitting back, maybe relaxing a little bit, enjoying the game more, or maybe you got a good group, or opportunity, or you know, if you want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was like, I, uh you know, when I got, sent, I got sent home from Seattle, and I drove there, and I had that mindset of like, you know what, like, Seattle told me that they are going to try to maybe call me up for a game, and, you know, and so I always had that in the back of my head, like, yeah, I could just go to, you know, go to you know, junior A, and you know, slack off, and just you know, just you know, drink on, drink on the weekdays, and just yeah. you know, pull around or whatever. But you know, I, I uh, the group in Daphne was a really great group of guys, and we all banded together. And when I got there, I think the, uh, you know, the locker room you know wasn't very great, and whatever. And I, you know, I was just like you know, boys, like let's just enjoy this. Like you know, in junior A, you can have more twenty year olds. So I think I don't know how many we had, but I, I know we had at least. Six or seven guys that were my age, and
0: oh, I nice. said like,
2: "Don't, no, dude! Like, we don't want this to be our last year of hockey, and just you know, piss it away like that." So, you know, we all had that. We all got together and had that mindset of like, you know what? But let's do this, and let's make some great stuff happen, and and you know, and whatever. But yeah, I mean, it it would have been ideal if I got called back up to Seattle. But then I got a call. From, I got a call from Seattle about about a week and a half to two weeks after the fact. And they said, hey, Baron, uh, we ended up dropping you, right? And so anyone can pick you up now. And so I was like, okay. Like, and I thought that was kind of it. I thought that was going to be curtains for my uh, major junior career. And I, I was just, I was kind of okay with it. I was like, you know what? Like, I've, I've done some great things. I, I had a great, you know, career in Brandon. And um, I was well-liked there. And, you know, I ended up, you know, bifing a girl up from there. And, you know, I just wasn't half bad. And so I just kind of, like, I wore the fact that I was like, you know what? Like, I had a year in the USHL, three years in dub and now I'm finishing out in Junior A, and I'm doing pretty well, and I love my billets in Boston, I've lived with a good kid, another mini boy, uh, Gavin Wendorf, who's from Bloomington, so I had a pretty pretty decent setup, you know, my parents were, you know, it was kind of a hike, it was probably an 11-hour drive for my rents, but my dad made that trip a couple of times, and I was kind of content of where I was, but you know, you never know, you never know. And, uh, yeah, when I got that call from Spokane and that was even just a a glimpse of coming to play, you know, back in the U.S., you know, kind of a U.S. kid and just trying to be a part of that program. And that's why, you know, I've been working my teeth throughout ever since I've been here, just trying to stick around as long as I can and live it up. And, uh, you know, I I couldn't ask for a better group of boys in this team. Um, You know, they had a 20-year-old, Jake McGrew, kind of had a crazy knee injury. And uh, that's why they they were in need of a 20-bomb. And the, the Manny Deveros called me, and he was like, you come up here and you play the way you did and play the way that everyone knows you can. You stick around. And so, you know, things are going pretty well here. Uh, we got a couple of games this weekend, so a couple of home games. So hopefully the uh, boys can get get four points out of the weekend. And, and uh, and yeah, but like, like you were saying, like, just, just, you know, it's not the end of the world if you're a 19-year-old kid or six, whatever, and you're playing junior age, like, don't, don't, don't think that that's the last spot you're going to be. If you actually want to move up, there's there's always a chance. And there's a chance for everyone. If you would have told me that I'd be in Spokane this time a month ago, I would have called you a liar. But but yeah, just just mm-hmm. uh, that the, the dream never stops is what I, that's that's the uh, that's all I'm trying to say here. That's, that's awesome. Cra- yo. That's you, awesome. you know,
0: yeah, that's Let's fucking awesome. Real, and you know what's crazy is um, people. I always say, you know, like. The only people that, like, the o- the only time your career is done is when you hang them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you love the game, like, man, you can play the game. Like, play it. Like, yeah. as long as you can. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, man, if you want me to yeah. be honest, like, you're... you're your career like dude that's fucking nuts man you you were you're like for a 20 bomb to get called back up to the dub like kind of mid-season like dude that's uh that's no joke, that's man. quite an accomplishment that's, man that's like, a
1: testament to you man for all the guys that are listening in especially if you're younger just kind of use that as example man like
0: yeah for real
1: bubble was bubble was 19 years old when uh when he left major junior, and clearly he stuck it out, man. He could have, would have been so easy to pack it away, right? You know, like he said, I mean, <coughs> drink on the weekdays and just you know, pack it in. But you know, you put in that extra work clearly, and and that and that's what it gets you. Like Blatch was saying, you only you're only done when you hang them up. So that's a testament to you, brother. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and Bubba, I want to ask you because, like, like, like I said earlier, like when I say you had a similar career to me, I mean like me and you play a similar role, and at the same time, and at the same time, um, we play, I we play the same role in the locker room. Like, I mean, I played with you, you played with me. We're both the that funny guy, that character guy in the room, kind of friends with all the boys, have all the boys laughing, kind of the idiots, whatever, you know, kind of thing. So I wanted to ask you, like, how that played out in your WHL career um, regarding, like, I don't know, because if you ask me, like, I think a lot of coaches in major junior maybe – um, interpreted my, my, the way that I acted in the locker room as I don't really care, as I'm not really a serious guy. Um, whereas some coaches understood that, like, I was playing my role in the room, you know what I mean? So, like, how was that for you? And, uh, yeah, talk to us about your role and that stuff.
2: Well, yeah, like, it, it's, you know it's nothing new. Like when you know you you've been there before. When you get you get traded, you know it's or you get sent home, like it's a rough time. Like you're with a certain team for a amount of times. So you know everyone and you know you, your buddies with the, you know you're good, good buddies a lot of the guys. And you're, you know there's never a guy in the team that you don't like. And then when you get traded, you know you kind of have that like clean slate, fresh start, and you can kind of pick the player you or pick the person you want to be. And you know I, I kind of stuck to the you know the thing I'm good at. You know I I've been told that I'm somewhat funny. And uh, you know, and uh, I'm uh, I like to think that these kids, you know, I got a couple of young kids on the team that you know, I like to think that they look up to me. And you know, when you know, when the when a uh, guy in the opposing team gives our goalie, a, you know, a, a shot or a young guy a shot, and I'm right there, you know, giving it to them and letting them know, like, hey, like, stick on some of your own size, kind of deal. And I I, I feel like that I'm like an older brother to these like 16, 17 year old kids who are like, you know, first time moving away from home, like. We got a kid on Spokane here who's from uh, Maple Grove, Minnesota. First time he's moved out, and uh, you know he's he had some questions for me and like how uh, how, how like how I, how I was okay with you know missing Thanksgiving and missing birthdays and you know your parents' anniversary and you know special times you know that you know you, you can't really get back, but you just know that you know what like you only get a you only get a certain amount of time. You get this little window of your whole life to to play you know competitive hockey and you know like you don't want to have any regrets like right now like i'm i'm loving it like it sucks like when this is being recorded here this is american thanksgiving and this is the seventh american thanksgiving that i've missed um and uh you know my family back home is really understanding and you know, I, I always make phone calls on my uncle's birthdays, cousins' birthdays, aunts, grandmas, grandmas, grandpas, whatever. I'm always making phone calls and keeping that, you know, trying to stay connected with them as much as possible. Um, but yeah, like just know that, that you know, like again, like you only have a, you know, five year window to play, you know, competitive juniors and move away from home unless you're the lucky few guys that are, you know, are from the, the hometown of where, you know, you're playing. Uh, you know, we have some kids that just got traded, uh, they were playing in Vancouver, and they're from Vancouver, and then they realized, like, okay, like, I was living at home, and now I get to live away from home, and that whole deal, but but yeah, like, my, with my role, like, being a big-time dressing room guy, like, big-time sewer guy, and stuff like that, and that's just, that's where you form friendships, and, you know, team functions, and team parties, and stuff like that, that's where you build friendships, and that's where it contributes on the ice, like, you know what, like, me and this guy, were. You know, playing cards last night, and you know, we're buddies, and we're buddies. You can't be, you know, beating up on this guy. We get people through me first, type of deal, and that's the that's the kind of role that I think I like to have, and just you know, just be a big brother to everyone in the dressing room.
1: Oh yeah, man, it's it's awesome you say that, bro. Because I also have a lot of experience, like going through going through playing major junior, like like you said, this is your this is your seventh Christmas. I mean, seventh uh, Thanksgiving away from home. Man, I feel that you know, like. There's some sacrifices you definitely have to make, but it comes with a lot of, of positives, you know what I mean? Like I said earlier on, on, on one of the podcasts, playing junior hockey, um, it definitely matures you, kind of turns you into a man. And it's great to hear like from a guy like you um, that, that's available for, for, for younger guys especially to look up to. And, and and it's huge. You know what I mean. And, and if you're a younger guy that's gonna be going into these leagues, look to those guys because they they have been around. Like don't don't go in with a cocky attitude. Don't you know you can learn something from everybody, man. And um, exactly. It it, it it it's it's a really cool experience, bro. It's really cool your insight that you're giving us. So thanks for that,
0: man. Yo. So. Yeah, and, yeah what were you gonna say?
2: Oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, like my, my, my career was kind of different. I mean, me and my brother, I moved out, he moved out. I was 13 and he was, uh, 15 when we like got the call from Dave Wilkie saying he wanted to come down to Omaha. And that was kind of a new experience for me. And, uh, believe it or not, we uh, got on a flight to Omaha Christmas day. Uh, and it was, it was kind of nuts. I left Christmas day to go fly down to Omaha and, and, you know, be with the boys, and whatever, and it was a whole new experience for me, you know, living away from home, but I didn't view it as that, because, you know, I was blessed with the fact that my dad's an airline pilot, and that, you know, my family got free flights to fly to wherever I was playing, and stuff like that, so that, that I thank God for that, because, you know, it, it was hard, you know, there were those times, and it's like, holy crap, like, my mom's not here, my dad's not here, my sisters are gone, but it was really huge that I was with my brother, him and I Didn't get along too much when we were growing up, but then we had to realize, like, yo, like, me and you are the only two, like, we're the only family we have here, so we have to learn off each other and build off each other, and now him and I are inseparable, and he's trying to come up here and visit me in Spokane, and he visited me a couple times while I was in Brandon, and then, you know, it's it's a bond now that we wouldn't have had, I don't think, that if, if me and him didn't move out together at such a young age... And but yeah, like for the kids that think like, oh, I I like everyone's path in hockey is so different. There's some, you know, Minnesota boys. They want to spend you know four years at their high school and then go to USHL, and commit to their hometown college, and that's and that's awesome or whatever. But like for me, it was like I I mean I don't probably have to tell you guys this. I wasn't a humongous school guy. Uh, (laughs) So for uh, for me to you know I I if you look at my transcripts, you know I I have I went to like seven different high schools and stuff like that but like
0: yeah you know, i went I to 10 buddy i beat you
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like uh you know i have a cousin uh, back home who's uh he was born two days before me and him and i you know he, he was telling me he's like bob's like do you ever miss like you know you don't really have a lot of buddies from lakeville you don't have a lot of buddies Apple valley because you moved out of such a young age and it's like yeah but like when i when you're on a hockey team, you're you're in a whole room of 21 guys, and you're just close as close shit with you know oh, yeah. and like in your family with them and stuff, and like that's where you build friendships. And you come back, and then it it it's kind of like yeah, it sucks that I don't have a ton of buddies and like so I'm not a ton of buddies, that guy, but like I'm so that that's when I can like rekindle and make my relationship closer with my family and my relatives and stuff like that. So that's that's where I like think like okay, I don't have a ton of buddies, but like. I've got you know buddies in Florida like Nick.
0: Me and Nick are pretty good buddies. Me and uh, Nick and Justin Bach Shepard are really good. Kids. Yeah, shout out to Buffy. We want to give it. I was actually supposed to give a shout out to Buffy when you mentioned Dubuque. Buffy was over in the trenches in Dubuque with Bubba over there, uh, being an in and out of the lineup, guy. So shout out to him. Yeah. He's he's hung him up, yeah, but he, yeah, me, me and him definitely had some good times in Dubuque. But uh, but yeah, it was.
2: It was just something that you know I, I I I won't take anything back from you know I uh, I moved out at a really young young age and uh, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't turn back time if I could I, I loved it and I'm still loving it and if this is my last year then I go go muck uh, go muck in college or something somewhere then that's it but I I know that I uh, I think I lived out. A pretty pretty
1: decent junior hockey career. Hell yeah, bro! You know what? I can definitely uh I can definitely connect to that. I know I know I know what you're saying when you you I also left home at a pretty young age and it, it's when you get when you head home. Yeah, you didn't go to the high school, the local high school. I mean, you might not have as many uh friends as the the average local kid in town, but like you were saying, bro, the bond that you have with all those hockey teams that you played on. I mean, there's new faces in the locker room every year. My best friends I met through hockey. You know what I mean, and like, it definitely like 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 we we're going on before. There's some sacrifices you 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 make, but at the same time, the, the gain is it's just it's. Um, it's undescribable. You're right? outweigh the sacrifices. Hmm. Absolutely, bro. I yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Go
0: ahead. Uh, I think I think the I think something really important that you said is about the window of uh, of hockey. Like I think that's something people don't understand is. People, people really always question when kids leave home so early, but, like, they don't understand that the window to become a hockey player is so small that it's literally between 14 years old and, I mean, honestly, I don't even want to be the guy that says 20 because I'm still trying to play in the National Hockey League, but, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's a small window And it starts when you're 14. So, like, when you're 14 or 13, you, as a kid, like, you know that window has started and you want to get, you want to put yourself in the best position. Like, you're always thinking about, like, when's the next, when's my first ever draft and then what's the draft after that and then, like, what are my options after that? You know what I mean? So, I think that's a good insight what you said about the window. Like, kids should really take that into account when making decisions that there is a window there is yeah i mean for sure
2: like if you really think about it like there is a point where hockey is less of a game and more of a business like it's like when you get to a certain time in your life like your first year of juniors like for 16 year olds you know they don't get traded very often they don't get released you know they when you sign a contender in the ushl or you sign a contract in WHL. you're guaranteed a certain amount of games but once you turn 17 18 years old and you know, it's a, a hockey team is like it's like a machine, and you're and every player is like a gear in a machine. And if you're not spinning the right direction, you get replaced and put back with a new gear, and the machine moves with or without you. So that's like, hey, that's a real way like, to put it, man. Yeah. 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 For sure. And it's like you know, it, it sucks sometimes. Like you know, the January 10th. You know, that's always the kind of a rumor on the league. That's deadline day. and, and you know you always have you always have a good night on January 9th, and you know you always you're playing cards with the boys, and you're you're go to a movie. You always want to hang out with the boys because you never know who's you know who's dipping the next day. You know, and it's always a really tough tough time. But, but yeah, I was thankful enough that I I got to spend a majority of my junior career in Brandon with a great group of guys, and um and there was there was you know the January tenth day where we locked a couple of really good guys in the dressing room, but then we got some you know some other guys and. You know they they filled that role and it it, it was just you know what like yeah we're doing all right even though we lost like you know there was a year we lost our captain and and an alternate captain and it was uh, it was a a really like it was kind of an eye opening thing of like holy crap if he's getting traded like what am I like and that's you know it's nervous and then you know January you know January 10th at 4:05 p.m. it's like okay like this is our team and. Let's 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 see how far we can go with it. and then that's when you put your work boots on and every game is like the you know, the Stanley Cup game for us and you're gonna just try to battle and get at all the points you can before the postseason rolls around. Right. Man,
0: you you know what you're doing right now, man. People that don't play major junior, they don't understand the whole system, and you're you're really breaking the system down so perfectly because that's exactly how it is, man. Like you're you're fuck you're fucking boys with the boys, you're boys with them, and then Brothers. next thing you know, at Christmas, like it's not you know like they're like some of them are gone. You know what I mean? And it's crazy to think like, and then it's like, but it's the same team, and then it's like. You know it's crazy the world the way the hockey world works. Like I have so many best friends because I have a couple best friends on every team I ever played on. But then maybe I won't talk to one for forever. But then I'll see him, and It'd it's like, like and it's like we never though, fought. Right? Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's Unbelievable,
1: nuts, man. Yeah. That bond, it's it's you can't describe it, bro. Actually, I want to ask you. You mentioned um, you mentioned being being a uh, Minnesota boy. Um, I know. Well, I hear at least the high school hockey is absolutely nuts over there. Um, people are kind of yeah. die hard yeah, for, for it. Sure. Um, yeah. I just want to ask you a little bit about that, if you could, if you could talk about that, because um, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know um, too much. I mean, I, I see you guys, like I see like the games. They get thousands of fans, right? At some of these, at some of these yeah. high school games. Yeah, like and
2: especially during the the Minnesota State High School Hockey Tournament, like we play at the XL Center, and like you know this, the the Class A the smaller schools, like there's probably six, seven, eight thousand people there, and, wow, and uh, the XL sells out it sells out at probably like eighteen eighteen five, but the AA games like the Edina versus Minnetonka games, that game is sold out and more like like, it, like Minnesota State High School Hockey, man, it's, it's, it's something else, and, you know, going to those tournaments when I was, like, 9, 10, 11, 12, like, it was, like, I can't wait to, you know, play for, you know, App Valley at the time, or Lakeville
0: North, and the year that I moved to Lakeville, um, that, that team went,
2: like, 32-0, and and they won the State High School Hockey Tournament, and it was, like, holy crap, like, that's where I'm gonna end up playing, and it's gonna be a good time, and then, you know, and then I, and then I ended up going to Omaha, and, I, uh, I couldn't play for them because I, you know, I transferred and I'd sit out a year and I was like, hey, am I going to waste a year of my, my hockey career, my window, uh, being a practice player for a high school team or do I try to go play AAA somewhere and try to work my way up and, and yeah. I, I chose AAA and, you know, and, and I, I didn't go, I mean, I took Lakeville, uh, I looked took Lakeville North Online High School my, uh, my, my second year in Brandon and so I have a Lakeville diploma but... Um, you know, I, I obviously don't don't know a lot of the boys. Uh, you know, that there's not a lot of uh, group chats that go on uh, online school. But yeah. you know, I, I, again, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it up for anything. I mean, it would have been fun playing in front of that many people and you know grinding. You know, I think they only play like 16 games in the regular season or something, nuts like that. Mm-hmm. Or I had the option to play. You know, my first year in the Dab, it was it was 72, and I think it's like 68 or something, but. But yeah, like that's that's what the difference is, is like just getting those games in and practicing every day and just grinding and and that's that's why I feel like I got better just going the major junior route. I'm not saying that's the only route, but you know, being a big guy like me, I played near I played in, in the USHL and it was like our top scores weren't you know six foot one eighty. They like top scores in USHL were five, five eight, 160, and just little little water bugs on the ice. And it's just like you know what, this isn't this isn't really. You know, I'm, I'm not too quick, so I, I kind of struggle trying to keep up with those guys. And so that's why I felt like, you know what, I'm going to try to go for the major junior route and, you know, get, you know, just just try to be that power forward and, you know, the guy that, you know, can square, square up every now and then. And, and just, uh, you know, that, that's why I chose the major junior
1: route. Sweet, man. Sweet.
0: Yo, uh, Bubba, I want to ask you this is my last hockey question. Um, so, because. When you're younger, especially me, like, I sat in front of my computer for the whole OHL draft. I didn't even get drafted, but, like, that was such a big deal to me. And you were a third-round pick in the dub, So, obviously, like, leading up to it, you obviously knew what it was and everything. You had it in mind. Like, what – tell, tell – why don't you, like – because there's going to be kids listening to this, right? So why don't you tell us what the WHL draft meant to you then and not what the WHL draft means to you now, because obviously it means a lot to you because like you, it it picked your team and you ended up, you know, that's how your career went, but like how it wouldn't have been that big of a difference if you, how you realize now, like looking at all the free agents you've probably played with in the dub, how it wouldn't have been that big of a difference if you didn't, you know what I mean? What, 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 what? Yeah, like, I, when I uh, I
2: was actually, uh, I, was, I was in Omaha and it, I, the only thing I could figure out was I, I just followed the WHL on Twitter and I'm sitting in class refreshing the Twitter, refreshing and refreshing and I got a call from uh, Tri-City the day before and they said they're going to take me first round. I got a call from uh, Portland saying they're taking me in the second round, so I am like, okay, this is going to be sweet, whatever, and then the first round goes by and I was like, okay. And the second round goes by, and, you know, I was kind of like, okay, like, what the heck's going on here? Like, I got told I was going to go, like, seventh OB by try, and then I got told I was going, like, whatever OB in the second to Portland or whatever. and whatever. I'm like, okay, like, this is bogus, whatever. And I was kind of trapped about it for, like, a little bit. And then, um, you know, and then I, I ended up going to math class, and I couldn't be on my phone anymore. And then uh, my phone rang, and it was my agent. I'm like, okay, I just got drafted. And I got to take the phone call, and I actually got detention for this because I, I answered the phone call in class. uh, it was it it was my agent and he said hey Baron you just got drafted at
0: Victoria third round 72nd or 70 was it 72nd 57 57
1: oh 50 okay okay
0: sorry 57 overall whatever bigger uh, deal than you thought (laughs) eh
1: yeah
2: I guess eh? (laughs) and uh, and yeah and so that was you know but like I don't know, like, it wasn't, you know, it was really cool, and, like, I called my grandparents and my mom and my dad and my brother and my sisters, and I told them all about it and whatever, and it was really cool, and, you know, I kind of puffed my chest out for a little bit there, and then I really realized that it was like, hey, like, I got drafted, my name is in their roster, but it means nothing until I actually prove myself and get there and and actually make my name for myself and whatever, and I actually never ended up playing a game uh, for Victoria, and then I got dished, and and now looking back on it, like, honestly, like, i, I if I went undrafted, it, it wouldn't have broke my heart looking back at it now because, I mean, I, I i think eventually I would have gotten picked up by someone. and And so in all honesty, for the guys listening in, like, if you don't get drafted, like, don't hang your head, don't think you're not good enough. Just think, like, okay, like, maybe I need to do, you know – some more push-ups and shoot more pucks and work out. And spend less time playing Fortnite and going fishing and just been just like whatever and just put put your nose to the grindstone and just see what you could do with this game because this game can and and it is very rewarding for you know you know being being a major junior guy or a USHL guy or a null guy or an A three guy like it doesn't matter like the game always means something if it means something to you. Matt, that's,
0: all. Yo, that's fucking real. Yo, you know what's you know why I wanted to ask you that question, and that's the exact answer that that, that I that I kind of wanted from you is because like dude when you're young, people always tell you that, you know? Because I was an undrafted guy in the O and and I guess I kind of I kind of wanted to be drafted. I don't know if I expected to, but in the back of my head I really wanted to. And guys and old people would always tell me you know oh, man it's not the end of the world like so many undrafted guys make it to the o like you know but you're always in the back of your head like man shut the fuck yeah, up like like, like that, dude like, shut the fuck up like it. like you 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 you're just you're just pity pity fucking talking yeah. to me because yeah. you, you know cuz i didn't get drafted but to hear it from an actual guy because dude i went on to play to play major junior, you know what I mean? Like uh, For example, I was actually, my draft year in the O, I was living in a a billet house with two guys. And um, we were all there for the draft. And I was the only one that didn't get drafted. The other two guys both got drafted in the O. And man, that was fucking tough, you know? I ended up going to Omaha the year after and committing Div 1 and everything. But dude, I ended up playing more major junior games than both those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, at the end of the day, yeah, like, the sure. draft, I mean, it's cool. It's awesome. But it's a camp yeah. invite. You know what draft, I mean? Yeah, so, really so like, to all those that's kids good. listening, like, it's not just an old fart telling you here. It's a guy that just did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it, it actually, it's a camp invite. So, don't hang your heads over that. Yeah, like, your career yeah. is... Uh, if you really think about it, like, the guy that gets drafted, so say, like,
2: Nick, you went undrafted, say you're going to Dub, me and you were going to Brandon, I got drafted, and you didn't get drafted, but you go to the camp, what's the difference? You're still there, and you still have the same probability of making a team as I do, just because, you know, just because, like, I get there, and they give me a jersey that has the year I got drafted, and my last name on it, and I'm getting this publicity from... You know, from the media of the team and whatever, but like you had the same odds of making the team as I do just because your name was on the, you know, on the, the protected list or the affiliated list or just the, uh, just like maybe even a courtesy camping, but you have the same probability of making that team as I do.
0: Right. I think even more. So I feel like, I feel like if you got a drafted guy and a free agent and they play to the same exact level, you'd be impressed with the undrafted guy and unimpressed with the drafted guy as a coach.
2: Hundred percent. Like if you go in and you're drafted, like you kind of have a expectation. Uh, your expectation, exactly. I'm trying to think of that big word there. <laughs> you have <laughs> that expectation of like, uh, you know, okay, this guy, we have drafted him. This is the type of player he needs to be, and blah 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 blah. But if you go in as a free agent and just the camping, but you kind of know, okay, you're at that point in your life. You're 14, 15 years old. You know the kind of player you're good. What what kind of player you are? Where you ex- Where you excel and where you're not so good at? So always like try to like. If you're a goal scorer, you put up hitters. If you're if you're a guy who tilts, you know, try to fight a couple times in camp. If you're a power forward, you know, finish all your hits and you know make plays and don't mess around the D zone too much. But like, just know that like you're never out of the game until you know you're 21 years old and you put your skates on the on the rack the last time and then it's like, well shit, like here here we are and you know.
0: Yeah, you know, and what could what could it have been?
1: Possible. Yeah, oh, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, so listen, I got a question that is not, well, actually, I, I want to know, I have a two-answer two, two question. What's your best major junior on-ice story, and what's your best major junior off-ice story? Keep in mind that people listen to this podcast. Maybe your coach is going to listen, so I don't know, you know, just keep it. Off ice story, if you don't want to say one, or if you can kind of try to mix in waters instead of you know, yeah.
2: Um, I don't know, my on ice, uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of think this is funny, but you guys might not. Uh, it was my second year in Brandon, and uh, we were, we were up there, we were playing against Calgary in Brandon. And uh, this kid actually now is playing for Brandon, so don't don't take this the wrong way, uh, Shmimi, if you're listening
0: in here. But uh, <laughs> um, so this uh, so the 16 year old skating across the
2: ice, and he's got his head buried. He has a cage on, and I absolutely blow this kid up.
1: And I <laughs> and uh, how 16, old are you? How old are you?
2: I, I was 18, but I oh, looked sh- like I was like 37. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the league, kid. So, I absolutely blow this kid out of his skate, and
2: then uh, my, my, my centerman's going on an absolute B way, and this kid's trying to tilt me. He's trying to tilt me, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We got a breakaway, we got a breakaway. And then the kid ends up missing the breakaway. I'm like, all right, here we go. And we went to center ice, and we squared off, and it was it ended up being a pretty good tilt on my end. And, and yeah, I just thought it was funny that he was okay with waiting, waiting
1: out the breakaway. <laughs> <before> <laughs> he went off and squared up. <laughs> that's good. That's <laughs> so good, that was, man. That's that funny. Was, that was kind of funny. That's funny as hell.
2: Uh, uh, off ice, um, I guess I I mean I'm, I'm gonna throw this guy under the bus. Uh, <laughs> Ty Thorpe plays plays for Brandon. Uh, we, after a game, uh, I was walking. You're we walking in the, the weight room, you know, to get a cool down in, and uh, I'm walking past his phone as it's lighting up, and I see a Snapchat. And uh, it says Ella Thompson, and uh, I have a sister named Ella Thompson.
0: Come on, and I'm bro. Like, what, what? What's
2: the probability this is the same person here? So uh, I, I I shoot my sister Facetime after I get home. I'm like you don't, you're not snapping a uh, kid on my team, are you? And she's like, Oh yeah, like he just added me, and we have like a 32 day Snapchat together. And I was like, hey, no Wait a minute here. So. Uh, <laughs> So I, uh, so I confronted him the next day at practice, and I'm like, okay, hey, Thorpe's man, Like, why is this a thing? Like, why are you snapping my sister? Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> So I gave him the option. I said, okay, this is good. I'm going to put an end to this. You will not speak to her again. And I said, so for me to be even with you, you either have to practice tilt me, or you have to, you know, give me waters uh, while we're at team functions for the rest of the year. <laughs> <He fought him> <laughs> right! <laughs> a of waters. And he chose yeah, he chose to be my water boy for, for the remainder of the season and uh now him and I are pretty good buddies now but, but yeah, that was uh that was kind of a different feeling, you because, know, you know, he was an O two, my sister's an 3 so the age gap wasn't weird, but it was just the fact that like, you know, that's just something you just don't do is snap a boy and, you know, one of the boys', is, you know, siblings or whatever. But
0: what? wow bubba <laughs> hey bubba bubba that was a fucking awesome story dude first dude you handled that unbelievably hell
1: yeah yeah like a man man that's that you know what yeah like you
0: know, you're a good guy i would have dummied him oh i would have dummied him oh
1: my god i don't even you have know, a sister but i, I kind of left some parts
2: i, I kind of left some parts out like i <laughs> facetimed the kid that he was li- living with and i was like dude like I'm like, I'm coming to your house right now. Is he home? Like, I need to beat the wheels off. Like, no, 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 no. I was like, can So I had like a twenty. I had like probably a forty-eight hour cooldown before I went and confronted him about it. But yeah, it was truly.
0: You're yeah, just awesome. thinking about it for forty-eight hours straight. What you were gonna say? Yeah, I, I had to sit on it. Yeah, and it was kind of tough. But uh but
2: yeah, I, I made sure there weren't any. Uh, any any nasty snaps going and i I also made sure that there weren't any you know like that's hang out while you're here visiting bubs type of deal it was it was more of like a you know a snap streak like they snapped a couple times a day and ella Ella was like no he's not good looking and and whatever so i was like okay like whatever so i wasn't ultimately i wasn't as chapped as i probably was when i first found out about it um but yeah like (laughs) i just thought that was something that you know, I mean, I mean respect to him. The absolute balls in that guy. Holy shit. I'm a, I'm a pretty big tuna, and for him... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah 250 like and I'm like, fucking around. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was a little bitty guy at the time. He was probably 5'8", you know, 160, soaking wet. So, like... Awesome. Oh, when you, you know, tell man, him, yo, you're going to have
1: to practice tilt me, this guy's in the fucking locker room shitting his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking locker, awesome, dude, man. Fucking
2: yeah, you probably would take a sick day of that practice if you wanted to, uh, you know. If you took the practice, tilt, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, you know, we confronted him about that, and you know, that kind of got dissolved. And, but yeah, that's uh, those are my two PG thirteen WHL stories.
1: Man, that's oh, awesome! Oh yeah, nailed. that's awesome. Good story, bro. Bro, I, I wanted to ask you, kind of getting back to hockey a little bit. Um, so you played you played in the USHL and you played in the WHL. Um. Personally, a question that I have is how would you compare those
2: two leagues? Um, I mean, not to bash on any leagues here. They're very, you know, the USHL is obviously the top tier uh, junior league in the States, um, and, the you know, the WHO is part of the CHL, which is obviously a really good, you know, league and, and whatever. But, like, I think the only difference is, is like, the style of game. Like, okay. like, my first year as a 16-year-old, We had more tilts, like, at practices of guys, like, fighting over girls and dumb stuff like that than we actually did in games. Like, there weren't really any tilts. Like, I didn't fight one time my 16-year-old year year in the USHL. Like, I never – I mean, I asked, but, like, guys just – there's not – I mean, when I played, at least, there weren't that many fights, like, in the games. There weren't weren't very many big hits or whatever. It was more like – you know, like your, your top, your top two, maybe your top three lines were just mostly like small point getting guys. And your four L was just a couple of, you know, rocks that, you know, like, and, and, you know, they probably can't say this now, but like, I got told by my coach at the time, like, you know what your role is as a 16 year old is to give our 19 and 20 year olds, like a rest for like a little bit. Like that's, that's what your role was. And like, and your role is not to get scored on and to, to, you know, finish your hits and don't turn the puck over in the D-zone and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, like, for, like, the leagues, it was, like, the OSHL was, like, not, they weren't all small, but, like, I'm just abnormally humongous. So, like, everyone's kind of small to me, but, like, I mean, our leading point-getter was, uh, uh, what was his name? He's playing at Penn State now. Um, uh, I don't remember his name. Can't think of it. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. he was... He he was you know five nine five five eight just a little bitty guy and and you know he, he just put up absurd numbers and he was just you know quick little water bug type of player and, and mm-hmm. that's why I was like you know what this league's fun like you know the the parties were a good time the coaches were you know outstanding and t- like great organization but it just like at the end of the day like I just felt like I was not necessarily missing out but like not. You know, playing to my full potential. Like you know what, like I'm, I am kind of a gritty player, and I like to you know I like you know big hits and fights and yeah. and you know playing the NHL like seventy-two game schedule and stuff like that. So that's that's why I think the major junior route was better for guys of my you know my height, my weight, and stuff like that. But there are, but at the same exact time, there are small guys in this league like and that do well. So it's just kind of like whatever you think is better for you. If you think that playing one, two, three, four, five years USHL and then going to college and then like having that option that like that's perfect, and that's what you want to do, then good, like good on you. But I don't know for whatever reason, like the WHL was always a big thing and a big part of my life, and and uh, at the same time, like if I had to compare the two leagues, I, I would say like I would say the biggest difference is just like the just the size of players and, like, the determination of players of, like, like you know, the guys that are, like, I'm playing with guys that are now, like, you know, Ty Smith, uh, Adam Beckman, these guys are just doing so well in this league. Or, right. And I just think that these people are excelling and, you know, they have NHL interest. and they, these guys are signed to NHL contracts and stuff like that. Jake McGrew, who's the guy that had that knee injury this signed to San Jose and Ty Smith is signed and it's just, like, it's so cool being around guys that have, you know, all this NHL interest that are going to oh, yeah. play in the AHL with their season's over, and that's what I think is really cool, is that I'm around, like, those kind of guys. Like, I play on the same team as Nolan Patrick, and I'll have that for the rest of my life. That he was yeah, man, I wanted to even ask you about football. that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, that's just, like, and things that you don't get to see of those guys, is they're, they were all, like, really great people, like... Even to guys like schmucks like me coming in as a 17 year old, like me and this guy were the same age. And, you know, obviously our points were a little different, but I was just like, like off the ice. They were just, you know, they were just part of the boys and they weren't like. You know, like, oh, I'm not packing the bus, or I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not cleaning the bus, or I'm not cleaning up the locker room. Like, they, they were there with the 16- and 17-year-olds, you know, helping out and not, like, you know, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm old Patrick, or I'm Tanner Castig, I'm Kyle Clegg, like, I don't have to pack my stuff and stuff like they, They weren't, you know, their heads fit in the locker room, if you know what I'm talking about. They weren't, like, you know, super, like, like their head wasn't too big, and, like, they, like, they weren't big enough for the league. Like, they always knew, like, They had to
0: keep working if they wanted to get, you know, get to the NHL and make the big bucks. Yeah, man. Yo, you know what's crazy is because, um, I also played in the USHL and Major Junior, not a big deal. So, (laughs) yeah. But, uh, but dude, yeah, the biggest difference is that. And I think the biggest thing that you said is a determination and what you said about the National Hockey League, which is a pretty decent hockey league, um, that's what I always said when people ask me, because people always ask me about the USHL and the Q. don't know if it was like that for you in the dub, but what I always said the biggest difference is in the USHL, you're a big time on your team if you're committed to Div 1. And in yeah. the Q, you're a big time on your team when you're signed in the National Hockey League. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the difference right there. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are signed in the National Hockey League. These guys are, like, they're about to play in the National Hockey League. Like, the way that they prepare for games and the way that they carry themselves is you don't see that. In the USHL I mean There are guys There are guys That that that, 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 that that are gonna play In the NHL From the USHL For sure dude Even more now I'm pretty sure Last draft The USHL Had more guys Than Major Juniors So I'm not bashing The USHL at all But these guys In the USHL They're kids That know That they they're still going to go to college for four more years. So they have like that kid mindset kind of where they have time. They have time. And even the guys in the USHL that are drafted in the National Hockey League, they still have like six years because when you go Division One. And you're drafted, the team keeps your rights until your NCAA career is over. So you have like a six-year window. Whereas when you're drafted and you go major junior, the team only keeps your rights for three years. So if you don't sign your contract after your 19 year, you're done. You you you're done yeah. with that team, right? So these yeah. get so so the yeah. guys that are drafted in the USHL have a different mindset than the guys that are drafted. And playing in the Q Because the guys that are drafted and playing in the USHL Know they have a lot of time Whereas the guys that are playing Major Junior That are drafted They have such a small window That they're not kids anymore Like they're on a fucking yeah. mission You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, for to, sure. to, to live day in and day out With these guys while they're on that personal mission Where at the same time You guys are on this team mission together And you're on your own personal mission Obviously it's just like the atmosphere that it sets. It's, it's so pro, dude. It's so professional. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? That's what I found the biggest difference. And not to say that the USHL isn't professional. It's it, it's the same thing when it comes to video, travel, food, the way they treat you, blah, 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 et cetera. But yeah. in the sense of the mindset of the guys in the room, you know what I mean? That's okay. what I found. That's what I found the biggest difference.
1: Sweet. Oh, yeah.
0: So do you got yeah,
1: anything I, else? No, yeah, yeah, I
2: totally agree with that. Like it's like, you know, like when you when you do play like high school you know, high school or whatever and you end up going into the U S H L, like you have that time of like not only to like, you know, enjoy it and whatever, but you have that time to develop and maybe you're not ready to go, you know, NCAA, you know, your your uh, your true freshman year. You have that those two extra years after you turn eighteen to play your play your two years out left in the U S H L try to go for a Clarkey and then you go in as a 21-year-old freshman and and then you have an extra four years after that to develop and then, you know, try your strength the show or, you know, and, and end up wherever you end up. And uh, that's, that's what I think is so neat about that route is, like, if you're not ready physically, mentally, emotionally, you have that much extra time to develop in every way possible before you go that route. And And then, yeah, like, and then for me, it was like, you know what, like, I like I like my odds better of like you know what like I I know that I'm physically ready to play you know in 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 the WHL because like you know I, I can hold my own and you know I I mean knock it on wood I haven't I haven't missed a game due to injury in the in the WHL um and and whatever but like the guys that you know were littler like the guys on my team I've had the guys on my teams that were you know little guys and they were in on the lineup due to injuries and it's like you know what man like these sixteen year olds that like you know what like. I know you're Canadian, and I know that, you know, you've you wanted to play the W.H.L. since you were, like, 10, but, like, maybe, like, some guys, I know guys who have chosen the wrong route, like, yeah. like, and I had, when I was playing in Dubuque, there was two kids from, uh, there were twins, actually, Mitchell and Evan Smith that were from Ontario who were committed to Yale, no big deal. And uh, they, uh, they they were two kids that were, like, I asked, and I said, why do not you guys want to play in the O? And they were like, well, you know, like, we, we like the style of the USHL better. And, you know, him and, him and his brother committed the same day, like within the same five minutes of each other to Yale. They have two, obviously, two pretty smart kids. And they're playing both at Yale now and they're loving it. I, I've kept in contact with them. And, and that's what it's like. It's just different. Like, it's, I'm an American kid playing in a Canadian league and they were Canadian kids playing in the American league. And that's what, you know, that's what's different. It's like there, there's there's greater, there, there's more options for everyone now than, you know, back back then. But, like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain but like everyone always has their own path regardless of where you're born.
1: Definitely, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that I think that a lot of the uh especially if you're listening in right now if you're a younger guy, there is no right path. You know what I mean? Everybody's path is different. Like Boba said, um take your time with that decision. Um definitely weigh in the pros and cons if you know anybody that that, that plans are going the NCAA route or or, or plans are going the major junior route ask them questions or tune into the damn buzz pod bro yeah you know but right. um but it, it's 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 definitely it's definitely something where where there's no way to say that's the right move that's the wrong move because every guy is different like you said you're a big body man I, I obviously you you got your own opinions and stuff like that but I think that you're... You, you definitely... You definitely... You're a dub guy. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you're, you're a dub th- guy. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it's fucking awesome that you went out there. You did your thing. I'm sure you had a hell of a time. Um, still, having you know, still, still
0: having it. Still having it. How are you? Mm-hmm. Yo, but listen, I actually wanted to say... I wanted to, to ask you something. Let me see if I can remember it right now. I wanted to ask you... Fuck fuck nico damn it I, 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 had a, I had such a good question for you right now man i had such a good question for you right now seriously i'm rattled oh so i i want to say that what you said sorry guys sorry for that pause what 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 you said about um, the friendships that you made throughout major junior i think that's the biggest thing i think your process is what you make it right So, like, at the end of the day, a lot of people can look at a guy like me or even a guy like you. And I've actually had guys that have the balls to come up to me and ask me, do you regret not going NCAA? And the guys that I didn't knock the fuck out, I said, I said, no, man, because at the end of the day. Um first of all, good on you for having the balls to ask me. I'm the fucking sheriff you're going to come up to me with that disrespectful question. But anyway, <laughs> I say I say listen, man, at the end of the day your process is what you make it because I can be sitting around saying, "Damn it, you know, I could be playing NCAA Div 1 right now." But dude, I played with Thomas Shabbat, ever heard of him? Matthew Joseph. Um but dude, so many guys and and not not only are they big-time hockey players, but they're big-time guys, and they're my friends, you know? And I get to say that, you know, these guys are my friends, man. And some of my best friends, my best friend, Boko Imama, shout-out to you, playing in the AHL right now. Dude, I met him in St. John. You know what I mean? He took me under his wing. I was a fighter. I was a, I was a rookie fighter. He was a nail-gun fighter in the league, a veteran. And he took me under his wing, and, like, dude, it's just lessons and friendships that you learn and make that like at the end of the day you can take it i i I could have been i could be sour or i could be sweet you know like i could i could look at all the positives or or i could only look at all the negatives and at the end of the day like right now i'm playing at concordia university i'm having i'm having an unreal time i love the boys here um we get to we get to be at the rink every day uh you know that's what i love man i love the games so like yeah, you know, there's I mean, like everyone's got their own path and like there's nothing to regret ever. When you make a decision, stick to your decision stick to that, and man. make All sure that and make sure you enjoy the ride whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Cuz my rookie year I was in that a lineup like crazy. I only played 38 games. And uh, you know what? I enjoyed every minute of it. Like yeah, I man, made the it most is what of you it. Make so it's
1: right. It is what you make it, man.
0: So yeah, absolutely, man. Mind what it. you said about the friendships like that got to me, man, because um, I wouldn't be who I am today without the friends that I met in major junior, so for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure.
2: Yeah. And if you look at every guy like in the NHL that played major junior, they talk about their major junior career, they're not talking about their points or like, you know, their successes. It's always like, Oh, the team was awesome, my billets were awesome, the, 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 the coaching staff were, you know, top notch. They're always talking about like how great you know even for ushl guys and, and ncaa guys and college guys or whatever like they're always talking about like the team they had and the relationships that they have and still had with the guys like that they played with you know a couple of years back and that they're still friends with and, you know the guys that are best man at their weddings and stuff like that like it's always guys that like you played with you know playing juniors wherever you play juniors like that's where like the, the long bus trips and you know playoffs and and training camp, and, you know, bag skates, and like, you hate it, but
0: you love it because you're there with the boys. Like, you hate doing bag skates by yourself, because there's no way you have done self-baggers. Like, I've never share <laughs> of
2: one-on-one. Yeah, how, how much, how much, how much senior is it when you're doing one-on-one bag skates with the assistant coach, rather than doing a, you know, a couple of Herbies with the boys? Like, yeah. The scratch skates, the pregame
0: the scratch yeah. skates.
2: Oh, dude, don't even get me started, dude. I've had a couple of those, and, there's nothing there's nothing worse than just getting bagged and you know you're in the dressing room and then you know you, you get off your pre-game skate and all the guys that are playing you know are, are getting out of the shower and you're just in your skull like you know huffing the air and you're just like you know what like yeah that sucked but like you know like i get to watch the boys play tonight and then hopefully you know hoping the guy that you and then, you know, you're switching the lineup in doesn't have that great of a game so you're in the <laughs> and, uh,
0: absolutely you
2: know you're hoping that you're Hoping, you know, you're hoping the team wins, but you're also hoping the guy that you're swapping out gets dashed up once or twice so you know you're saved for the next the next game. But you know, bag skates and stuff like that, you know it's always better when you're with the boys and you know, you guys get you guys get chip pumped by a team you should have beat and then you got a six AM bagger on Sunday morning when you should have had a day off and you know it sucks, but then after the bag skate, you're not going home. You're going to breakfast with the boys oh, and yeah, you're mm-hmm. on them, talking about the bag game, talking about your next you know your next team that you're playing against and what you guys can all do better so you don't have to do that bags kid again that's what that's where juniors is different where it's like you guys are all in it together trying to do great stuff Uh,
0: yeah dude that's fucking awesome bro i just want to say that man i'm not like wow this was definitely um an unbelievable pod i think for our first dub guy, I was I was expecting an unbelievable pod from you, Baba. No, 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 lying here, but but you you exceeded my expectations. Holy fuck, man! Yeah, it's fucking. awesome. That was fucking some serious, some serious info right there for young guys going to the dub, for young guys going div one, for young guys in general, for even old guys, for everyone, man. That was yeah, awesome. Anybody, man. So, so, bro. We appreciate you being our first ever WHL player on the BuzzPod. Um I think it went unbelievable like I said earlier. And uh, yeah, Bubba Thompson. Bubba thanks, Thompson. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thanks thanks for coming again, on.
1: Man. And hey everybody that's listening, hey, man, um, please please uh let your friends know. Man, look up Bubba, follow him.
0: He's yeah, no what's, joke, man. what what's your Insta? Uh, Insta,
2: I got to up, uh,
1: Baron Thompson 28 is against
0: the Baron Thompson 28. Barron so, Thompson. give that a follow for the first ever WHL guest on the pod. So, Bubba, thank
1: you, man. Anything else you want to say before we uh close it out? Uh, no, boys,
2: we kind of kind of handled it all there, you know, been a long combo, but you know, I, I love it, you know, I love love uniques, and hopefully, uh, I get hopefully, I get uh, Florida this summer and we can hang out a bit with uh, boffy Boy, and you know, have a good time
0: absolutely man i'd love to see you this summer over there in florida and uh thanks again for coming on you're a beauty thanks again man. and uh to everyone that tuned in thanks for tuning in and uh we'll be back with some more for sure